You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. It's now time for the David Forst Show. The only place you get the general manager show of the Oakland Athletics is right here on A's Cast Live. How you doing, David? What's up, Chris? How are you? I'm doing great. And just how proud are you? of Liam Hendricks, a guy that was DFA'd on June 25th last year, is now going to the All-Star game. It's a great it's a great story and, and so good for Liam. Um, yeah, he's come a long way and, and it kinda you know, it kinda hit the bottom last year. He had the injury early in the season in twenty eighteen and uh, like you said, got designated, spent some time in the minor leagues, really working on his game, working on his stuff and came back in September, played a critical role and then to see what he, he's been able to do this year, um, man, I don't know where we'd be without him. I mean when you think about that and, and in your career, there, there's all these good stories. You know, when when, when we as fans want to run guys out the door and you guys don't always do that. What is it about certain guys that you want to keep around and give them second shots? Well, you just have to you have to acknowledge that these guys go through ups and downs. I mean, there's so few players that have this kind of like direct upward trajectory to their career. Um, and part of being in the big leagues is making adjustments and, and fighting through some of the adversity. And um, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of times where guys struggle, and the the natural thing is to kind of move move them aside and uh, and move on. But uh, and and look, to some extent, you know, Liam had. To, had to take this on himself when he got sent to AAA, but um, you know, look, Marcus is a guy we've talked a ton about this year about what he struggled through and, and uh, how he rewarded us for sticking with him. Um, and, and yeah, Liam's the same way. I mean, he he went down to AAA, made some adjustments, uh, picked up some velocity this year through some hard work, and uh, yeah, made himself into an all-star. Yeah, we talked to Liam earlier today from Seattle, and you know, and when he talked about you know him going to the all-star game it just wasn't about him it was about you know all the causes that he has and that he and his wife do that it's just going to help him and he talked about you know when he leaves this earth he wants to make it a better place you don't hear a lot of ball players saying stuff like that no, that's that's great to hear, and he does do an incredible job. Um, you know, I know he's been involved with with animals. He's been involved with online bullying. A lot of things that he uh, he feels strongly about, and um, thrilled to hear that he feels like he can maybe use his platform now as an all star to uh, to further some of those causes. So we have three games left before the break, and of course, this interview will rerun on A's Cast throughout the break. I think you've got to be really <laughs> happy with your ball club right now, being eight games over 500 after all the early adversity without a doubt yeah no i look we just took two out of three games from a really good team uh the twins have had a great first half we know how good their lineup is we saw three three good pitchers you know to rizzi gibson and barrios and, and to take two out of three games and and we had opportunities to win the middle game as well that, that 
is a great sign. Uh, it would be great to finish up strong here against the Mariners. But, um, you know, we, we've talked a lot all season about that 500 mark and getting there and falling behind and getting back over 500. And right where we are now, eight games over, just a game out of that second wild card. We, we plan on being uh, in this thing for the rest of the way. Has your cell phone been blowing up or have you been blowing people up? Is the trade, <laughs> trade deadline's coming up before you know it? It is. Every time you and I talk, it gets a week closer. But uh, so yeah, same level of conversation, and uh, we we continue internally to kind of keep track of the market, who who might be available as additions to this club, and, and where where the best uh, the needs are to fill. I know you cannot talk names, but speaking of needs, where do you think your needs are? Well, uh, I know we've talked a couple times since losing Frankie, and, and you know I think we're going to have to keep our eye on the rotation. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we're not going to see Jesus Lazardo here as soon as we hoped. Um, he's got the lat strain and, and is going to be down for a few weeks. So we're going to have to keep an eye on the rotation. Uh, certainly, we've talked about the bullpen uh, and the potential to add, add someone there, the way we, we had so much success last season. Um, but... You know, I don't think we're ruling anything out. Uh, the, the market will sort of develop over the next few weeks, uh, and I think when everybody gets back from the All Star break, you'll start start seeing some moves made. Yeah, you know, Jesus Lazardo is such a special talent, and you know, we were in Tokyo, Japan, when we first got the the news about the shoulder, and then now with the lat, and it's a grade two sprain. I've been looking it up, as you said, it, it's going to take some time, and time is rest is what you need to help out this injury. And when you think about being shut down, you're going to have to wind him up all over again. So, are we thinking probably late August, September, probably the earliest we could potentially, if everything goes great, see him in the big leagues uh I, yeah i think it's too soon to put a time frame on it uh this is this is a muscular injury it's it's like a hamstring pull if you you push it too soon you just you have the chance to make it worse so i know i know jesus is impatient understandably he you know he was so close frankly to making our team out of spring and then spent two months in arizona and was out and pitching great um, and just, you know, unfortunately hit this, this roadblock again. But, um, you know, w- what we do know is he won't throw through the all-star break and then we'll reevaluate him down in Arizona. But he's, he's itching to get out there. I know, I know he wants to be up here and helping this team and, and uh, proving he belongs in the big league. So we'll have to see how it goes. I know fans are frustrated. I can't imagine. What's it like for you where you know you have this unbelievable talent, you know this kid could help you win games and potentially get you into the playoffs. As a general manager, just just how tough is it that, that he just can't stay healthy right now? Nah, look, I, there are so many things that I can't control. Um, this is It's not about me or anyone in the front office. It's about the kid, and, and you know, it's so bad for Jesus. It's it's difficult to spend that time in Arizona rehabbing. It's it's mentally hard, and it's the kind of thing that, that you know, when a guy does work through it, and you look, when, you know, Jarrell Cotton gets back, you'll see how much time he spent rehabbing. So th- th- these things are hard on the players, and, and I appreciate the fact that these guys want to be here and contribute, and, 
feel a part of the team. So uh, I have no doubt that Jesus will be able to, to get through this again and get back to Vegas soon and, and hopefully here in Oakland sometime. Bullpens are just crazy these days. you got so many different arms, and guys are so different year to year. I mean, you now look what Wong's doing for you. Soria's starting to pitch well. I mean, basically Liam Hendricks is now your closer. Just how crazy is it building bullpens year to year? It's pretty unpredictable, I, I will say that. Um, look, what, what those guys do is is so high intensity it's so precise that we know you know from watching blake and lou and and how great they were last year that kind of the the littlest thing can throw off their game and if if you know if they're not commanding one pitch or if if another pitch isn't working it it kind of affects their whole performance they don't those guys in the bullpen don't have a lot of margin for error so it's it's tough for them to be uh be perfect from year to year but you hope that other guys step up i mean we obviously signed Soria with the idea that he would add depth and, and Joaquim has a long track record of performing and, and has pitched, I would say the last six weeks, like we know he's capable of. We talked about Liam stepping up. Yasmiro Petit has been incredibly valuable for Bob in just about every role, a couple innings in the middle of the game, setting up late. Um, and, and Wong has been great. I mean, we, we signed him on a minor league deal, knowing he had some big league experience, knowing he pitched very well in Korea last year. Um, but to see how he's stepped up and to get his first professional win in, in a big game yesterday has been great. Peter Gammons did an article in The Athletic where he mentions the A's and he talked about feeling bad for Bob Melvin because of the starters being hurt and injuries, meaning he had to pitch bullpen guys more and used a ton of starters last year, ton of starters this year. I don't know if I buy this, but he says Blake Trine and Lou Trevino have been worn out. I don't know if I buy that, but what do you think are the struggles this year for Blake Trine and Lou Trevino? Yeah, I, I didn't see Peter's article. I know, I know Bob's not feeling bad for himself. I know Bob goes into every day uh, feeling like he can win with, with whoever he's got on his roster. Um, but, but it's a little bit what I said earlier. You know, these guys, what they do is so precise, a small thing, you know, a, a little shoulder issue for Blake or some fastball command for Lou. Really, um, you know, it really affects how they do uh, on that big stage. And uh, we have seen with relievers, guys, you know, guys get used. You got to make sure you take care of them. We we have a process where we evaluate the bullpen every day and look at their workload, and that's important because it's a long season. But uh, I, I, you know, lose thrown really well his last few times out, and I think Blake's going to bounce back. So I think uh, I think we're in good shape for the second half. Yeah, how hard is that for you? How hard is it for Bob that when you have someone who has the hot hand you want to pitch him as much as you possibly can because every single game matters but at some point you have to say man we need to give this guy a rest yeah, it's it's huge, and and you saw yesterday actually in the day game against Minnesota, we'd used Liam a couple nights in a row. He was you know he was absolutely unavailable yesterday as well as he's pitched. He shut down some games for us. We went into that game yesterday knowing we cannot use Liam. It just isn't in his best interest. Uh, and the other guy stepped up. You got two and a third from Wong. Lou through the eighth inning in a in a game we were leading, which is not a a role he's done much of late. And then Joaquin closed. So. Um, you know, again, it's, 
it's about every guy stepping up. And, and as far as the workload goes, it's about us protecting our own guys, making sure they, they make it through 162. When you say a guy is not available, take me through the process. Is, is it done by how many outings in a row? Is it done by pitches? How, how do you determine this? It, it's a little bit of everything, Chris. It's uh, it's days in a row. It's it's you know guys have guys had two days off at some point to recharge. It's what is the the stress level of the outings they've had. Um, so we do you know we try and create an objective process where you you sort of evaluate their workload over the past. 10 days over the past 20 days and again make sure not you know not only keep them healthy but a lot of guys obviously pitch better uh the more rested they are it's a performance issue too so um you know we worked we've worked a long time with the training staff here with nick paparesta and his group along with our you know our group of analysts in the front office to try and make this an objective process so we we can come into a game knowing okay who's who's at their peak performance level today and I think about one guy who's helping you with all of that. It's Mike Fires. Talk about the veteran and what he has meant to your club ever since he threw that no hitter. Yeah, we were so worried after that no hitter that uh, you know that that kind of game takes a toll on you. And, and Mike's only gotten better and, and stronger since then. Um, but look, we you know we went into the off season knowing we were going to need to sign some starting pitching, knowing we were going to need guys to to get innings for us. And what we saw from Mike in August and September last year made us think like, this is a guy who, uh, you know, who can do that every fifth day. He has a consistent track record of being out there, of, of making his starts and taking the ball. And he's done way more than that. His last, you know, dozen or so, or so starts. He's really, he saves the bullpen. He keeps us in games. He's thrown up a bunch of zeros for us over the last two months. Well, David, my gift to you is we're not doing anything during the All-Star break. You got a week off. <laughs> Enjoy yourself and with your family and some time here during the All-Star break, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. That sounds great, Chris. Enjoy. Uh, hope you get a couple days off yourself. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.